And that's the key to having a relationship too. If you want to hear God, you got to build relationship and relationship comes from that quality time. But there's some certain tools that people don't talk about with that quality time and how to use it in the way we are actually building. And, you know, we can sit down and rattle off our wish list of all the things we want, but until we sit down and we actually talk to God like a friend, that's where the true change is welcomed into your life. You're listening to Heavenly Things, and this is your host, Kate Carrera. Hi, you guys. I hope that you're having a beautiful morning wherever you are listening to this. And right now, I have my cup of coffee I just made. I am all ready to go for today's episode. And we're going to be talking about spending time with God and what that really looks like. So I'm going to open in prayer, and wherever you are, you can just receive this. Lord, thank you so much for the person on the other end of this podcast. Thank you for their heart, their mind, their spirit. Allow them to feel your presence wherever they are right now and just calm their worries, their anxieties, their doubts, their fears. Lord, speak directly to their heart and pursue them in the personal way that they need. In Jesus' name, amen. So... I was in a conversation with one of my friends the other day and we were talking about quality time with God. And I know everyone can be in a different place in their walk. Some people can be going to the secret place all the time and getting that time with God. Some people might say that they struggle to talk to God. And I wanted to open up personally, personally on how I've seen God move in my life in my quality time, but also tools that I have found are really necessary to make the most of that quiet time you get with Him. So a lot of times when we think of prayer, we might think of rattling off our wish list, you know, where please do this, please do that, help me here, help me there. And God is meant to be a friend. So yes, he has aspects of him that are counselor, redeemer, encourager, provider, but he is meant to be a friend. And we're meant to talk to him as a friend as a friend, as, as someone you would sit down with and get quality time with. And it might feel funny at first to sit down and say, okay, I guess I'm just going to start talking. And whether you're in your room or you're in your car, or you're on a plane or wherever, to think, okay, am I just talking to air? But I need to let you know that even though you can't see God, you have to trust that he's there. And that also kind of goes into a walk by faith, not by sight. But if you're going to pray, the cool thing is you actually don't need the amount of trust that you may think to even begin. So you could be doubting God so strongly, but the moment you say, I'm just going to talk anyway and see what happens, you're choosing God over your doubt. And if you don't believe God is there, my question to you is, okay, well, you have to believe in something if you are so strongly focused on how God does not exist, you still are having a strong belief in that area. And so you might as well try it and actually speak to him and see what occurs for you because he will pursue you personally. And my job is never to push God down someone's throat, but instead what God's put on my heart is to speak openly and not even worry about, you know, podcasts can be perfectly trimmed or perfectly cut and all that stuff, but actually just speak openly. And 
as I would as if you were literally having coffee with me right now. So anyway, I, I was focusing on the verse today, be still and know that I am God. And that might sound like such a cliche verse. Okay, be still. But seriously, if you think about it, being still with God, that's being quiet. That's allowing him to speak. And that's found in Psalm 46.10. And I never really understood that verse. I actually would just hear it and think, okay, be still. So sit still. That's how I interpreted it, is sit still and talk to God. Um, It wasn't until this past year where I actually started to treat my quality time differently and pause and listen. And that's when I began to receive so much, so, so, so much. And that can mean images, that can be an impression on your heart, that can be a word that he has for you. Sometimes I get quiet and all of a sudden I have a scripture come into mind and I don't even know what that scripture is. I just see it and I'm like, what the heck is this? And then I look it up and it completely is relevant to my life, which has brought me to tears because there's no way that I would have sat there and influenced by my own thoughts, think of a verse that I don't even know and go look it up. So God has multiple ways of speaking to us and I will say it goes against logic. It just does. Um, If you look at all the miracles in the Bible, a lot of it does not make sense. (laughs) But that's the thing is if you're trying to find the perfect formula or evidence as to when you speak, God's sitting there. My advice to you is to actually focus on, even if you do a 21-day fast where you focus on faith first versus your perfect answer or your logic. And yeah, for me, I guess having a close relationship with the Lord since I was young um, and being exposed to how he communicates with my heart has definitely impacted my life to be someone that is always keeping God first. And I've mentioned this in another episode, but I've had conversations with skeptics and atheists and all the things. Um, I've never walked into a conversation like that with a with a thought of, I'm going to convince them that God's real. It's never like that. It's more so me actually praying on it and saying, God, do you want me to talk to this person? And if you do, you just speak because I have no idea what to say. And I've sat down with people who are, I mean, intellectually brilliant brilliant and um I will be straight up with them and say listen I know that you are brilliantly minded but this is going to really stretch you and I'll warn someone of that and then I just speak and at that point I let it go I'm just a messenger for the Lord there's nothing I'm creating or making up I'm just preaching what is in the word and what has occurred in my life and letting God work in that. So I'm not going to say it's my job to convince them. It's my job. No, I'm just meant to plant a seed just as we all are with our stories and testimonies and let God water that seed. So there's been times in my own life where a friend or even when I wasn't as in pursuit of the Lord a few years ago, where a friend of mine could tell me something or a miracle story. And in that moment, maybe I'm thinking, wow, that's really cool. But then maybe months goes by and all of a sudden out of nowhere, God boom, just shows that to my mind again. And it relates to something I'm currently focused on working through whatever it is. And so never disregard or dismiss someone, even in that moment, if you're surprised by your emotional reaction, if you're like, oh, wow, it didn't really shock me. Or why do I not care when I hear miracle stories? I've had a friend say that to me um, years ago when she was seeking God. She's like, I just don't feel shocked. I just don't know if I believe it. 
And that's okay. It's okay to be, um, to even feel concerned or to feel frustrated. It's fine, but go to God with it. And that's where you talk like a friend. If you call up a friend, you wouldn't sit there and be like, hey, um, can you do this, this, and this for me? If you, if you did that with a friend, I'm pretty sure that friend would stop talking to you and not want to hang out with you because all you do is sit there and talk about lack, 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 and what I want. And that's not the point of why we're here. So it is sitting down and talking like a friend. And you can go to God and say, hey, God, I really have nothing to say to you today, but I feel frustrated with you. I feel angry that so-and-so has this miracle story and I haven't experienced anything. I feel frustrated that I asked you to pull through on the situation and... I still haven't seen anything or you didn't and I just want to know why and the big thing is a lot of times we chalk up every situation to God and yeah God is in all details but the enemy is real too and this is coming from someone who years ago I did not believe in any of that I was like I have a close relationship with God but all that enemy talk like that is overrated that's craziness I don't believe in that and I literally said, I don't believe in that. And um, it wasn't until I started going to God where I almost had this bring it on mentality of like, all right, all right, if he's real, then I don't know, talk to me about it, show me. Like, I, what do you mean this is real? There's heaven and hell and there's good and evil. Like, is that really what it is? Um, and another episode, but I was definitely wrapped up in like all that universe stuff and you, all the universe talk in the Bible it even talks about don't worship the stars and the moon and all this stuff. It all ties in with um, with the manifestation, the universe talk, like all that stuff. Unfortunately, is not what it seems. Um, I say unfortunately because manifestation actually was originally with the Lord first. Um, enemy always imitates what God does, but manifestation, you're meant to speak life over things and speak belief into areas with the Lord, partnering with God, but saying, I want your will and desire over my life. It does, if it does not match with you, then remove it. But manifestation of the world is like, I want this, therefore I'm going to visualize it and get it. And when you do that type of thing, you're kind of pushing God aside and saying, I'm just taking control. And you never know if that quote-unquote car you're manifesting, that God's like, wait, that was not my will to give to you, is the exact car that causes a scary situation in your life and you were not meant to have in the first place. And so that's a whole other topic, but that's why it's really important to keep God at the forefront of your mind, number one, and know that, yeah, manifesting with Holy Spirit, that's in the Bible. But manifesting with Holy Spirit is very different than manifesting of the world. And so... When you get in your quiet time, are you sitting there just going, I want blah, 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 blah? Or are you actually sitting there saying, hey, God, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Um, Your will over mine and speaking to him. I know that this might be hitting a bunch of different areas and topics, but again, just meant to plant the seed. So it was funny because yesterday, with it being the start of 2024, um, I really started to pray on okay, I want to talk to God differently this year. Like, I really want to focus on the being still and making him a friend, treating him like a friend. And what that looks like for me is, yeah, being still, but listening and also matching with an action. So in the past, God might tell me or encourage me to do something. And maybe in that moment, I let fear get to me. Or maybe in that moment, I'm thinking, I don't know about that. 
But now what I've been doing is, I guess you could say it's like a three-step thing, <laughs> but I got this in, impression on my heart when I was praying, um, and so I wrote it down, and it's talk to him, get in the word, and then take action towards your purpose here, towards being used. And so that might look like you talking to him for one minute, you getting in the word for three minutes, you taking action for 30 seconds, but other days it could look like an hour. It could look like two hours. Um, you don't have to put timestamps on it, but allow the Lord to work with you in that way where you're talking to him, you're getting in the word, you're learning, and you're being used. I also never used to read the Bible. Um, I also thought that was overrated. And then I started reading it and it was wild because that's when everything really started to shift. And um, I wanna explain this in the best way, but when you open up the word, um, first of all, I highly recommend NLT version if you're new to it because it's kind of removes all of the language that feels like you're reading Shakespeare um, personally. And so I would get in the word and at first I'm thinking, okay, like how do I trust this? And is this, is this real? And is there a point in this? And when I was getting in the word, I noticed that even if I didn't understand something that I was reading, it was almost as though that quality time was pouring into the knowledge and wisdom of Holy Spirit. So even though I could read something and think, mm, I don't know what that meant, later that day, I feel God. I feel um, like my thoughts are of Him. And in those moments, like I said, when scripture comes in or those kind of things, it opens you up to that Holy Spirit connection. It's spending quality time with him. And God sees that, he sees your heart. So don't be so hard on yourself to understand every little thing. Granted, are you maybe gonna go back and maybe you're gonna be interested to look up the interpretation or talk to God about that. But there is a level to it where getting in the word and spending time with him is, is gonna do so much more for your life than what you realize. And yes, it's not sitting there rattling off your wish list, rattling off things you're, you're manifesting and whatnot. But focusing on that word manifesting again, there's so much talk in the Bible about how an encouraging word is, it, like a, a sweet word encourages the heart. It really does. It's, a, it's cheerful. And speaking life over situations, speaking belief into situations, and pray, like dancing in advance, like praising before it happens. And so yes, that's, standing in faith but standing in faith and partnering with god to speak life over something and say your will over mine is so important versus again the manifestation of the world which is i want xyz i'm just going to go after that and take all control and reigns because god has such a good plan for you and it's better than what you what you can even ever try to come up with for yourself um yeah, so anyway, this morning I've been doing this new thing for 2024 where I, before I do anything, I'm spending time with him in the morning. And I spend time with God throughout the day, but I never was consistently doing it first thing in the morning every single day. It might be, oh, let me get XYZ done and then I'm doing that. And so it's been interesting because I really am, I mean, I'm making coffee, but then I'm sitting down and talking with him. And it just feels different. It feels so different because 
I'm being still and allowing him to speak to my heart and show me what he wants to show me. And you could sit there and say, I don't receive anything though. When I get quiet, I just get quiet. There's nothing that comes through. But as you spend time with him, I'm telling you, you will begin to receive an impression on your heart. You will begin to have him communicate with you in the way that he does. And we're all built so differently. We all have different ways of communicating with God, but I promise you, you'll know it is him with the peace that overwhelms your heart, with the joy. You could ask him questions. Um, And back when I was not in full pursuit of God, I think I wish I had something like this to listen to, where it was... It was someone opening up about getting to know God and not this forceful um, forceful approach. And for me, I was able to have the awareness if someone was, I guess you could say, strong in it towards me. I would have the awareness of, okay, I know their heart. Um, they really want me to learn God in this way, but... I'm just going to, you know, I know their heart, I'm not going to turn away, but there's people who do get turned off by that stuff and they're sitting there like, okay, wait, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that there is a God and now you're telling me to do all these things or whatever it is and that's overwhelming and that's too much and I'm getting freaked out and I'm not going to pursue this. So that's why it's really important that when you are talking to people, if they don't know God or they're new to their faith, even if they're deep in their faith, that you're being so respectful of where they are because God meets people where they are. He meets them with love where they are. He never walks up to someone and says, oh, you know, you aren't cut out for this or I I don't want to talk to you because you aren't pouring into me every moment of your day. No, God meets you where you are. He just wants to love on you and take care of you and use you. And using you may look like giving an encouraging word. It may be acting on something he's showing you. It may be, yes, you standing in faith for a miracle to take place. And my faith with the Lord is I know that once I talk to him about it, I know if it's in his will, it's done. I know that. And when you focus on God and give him that trust, it changes your life. It changes the way you think. It changes your heart. Um, It changes everything. And so if right now you think I don't really feel interested in getting quality time or maybe even this episode you saw the title and you're like I'm gonna skip that one that one sounds boring but (laughs) I'm telling you I'm so telling you that it's worth it and if you did end up listening to this there's a reason for that it's literally going to change your life and if you're working through something whether it be a trauma whether it be a situation that's hard on you um, even if you're studying for an exam and you have to pass it these small things you can go to God and just say, hey, I'm stressed out, or hey, this is what's going on. And yeah, he already knows he's your creator. He already knows what's going on. But talking to him is getting that quality time is allowing him into your heart, and it's inviting him in. So something that's really sweet, and I just love this line, but God's a gentleman, so he's not going to force himself into your life. It's an invite. So invite him. Invite him into where you are right now. Invite him into your heart, into your mind, into your situation, And let him work, let him pursue you and show you. And if you are skeptical, what is the worst that could happen by you getting that time with God? Truly. So there's a great movie I actually want to recommend. Um, I had, I gave this to my friend a while ago and she had her husband watch it. Um, It transformed 
him and their relationship because it actually goes into, it's a true story, it goes into the evidence of Jesus and goes into science actually behind it, which is really, really, really great because oftentimes I think people see it as, okay, you believe in that, that's great, but there's nothing to back it up. And that's actually not true. So um, this movie is called Case for Christ. I have to look up what year, um, just so I give you guys the right one, but this movie is transformative. Um, 2017 film. So it's amazing, The Case for Christ. And it's about a guy who basically his wife became saved. She started to find Jesus and he was so annoyed by it and he didn't agree with her that he set out to prove that God's not real. And so he began to write a book and met with the top psychologists, doctors, all the things, traveled to prove to her that God's not real and um, ended up with this writing this book about all his findings. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to do any spoiler alert stuff. So definitely it's worth a watch. Even if you have to rent it, just do it because I'm telling you it goes into even like the medical science of when God was up on the cross. Like there's just, there's a lot there and it's really, really good. So really encourage you to watch Case for Christ. Highly, highly, highly suggest it. And it would just really help your brain in that side of it that's trying to reason with faith. And it really is walk by faith, not by sight. That really is such a powerful line. And taking a moment and realizing, okay, wait, sight. Like you literally have to hand over sight and give it to God and say, I'm going to trust you. And that's scary. It's also scary if you've been hurt before. If you've been hurt before in church or in faith or whatever, that can be scary to say, I'm going to trust it. But the peace that will overwhelm you, the the impressions you receive on your heart, the quality time you get with, you will get with God, the way he'll even put you in, in connection with certain people on purpose is wild. So let him work. Be open to him and just wait. Just wait because he's going to do some miraculous, crazy things in your life. And I'm also going to actually close out in prayer just because I feel that really strongly on my heart. This is not a perfect episode. I'm not even going to bother trimming it. Um, so yeah, just, <laughs> I'm just going to release this because I really feel that someone needs to hear it. When I was in prayer this morning, God just kept showing me a heart that was seeking, um, and confused and lonely. And they, they want to know God, but they don't know how to know God. And I just need to get this out there because I want to help that person. So that's you then this is for you (laughs) and if you're just curious then okay um i pray that this resonates with you at a later point if not now and i'm gonna close out in prayer lord thank you so much again for the person listening to this lord i just pray complete protection around their mind and heart i know that if they're seeking it can be overwhelming can be confusing it can make them feel um like their mind is being stretched in a way that maybe even feels uncomfortable. But Lord, I pray that you allow them to feel your peace and your love and your kindness, your goodness. Go into their situations, go into their stressors, their triggers, their painful relationships, whatever is going on in their life. If you want them out of a relationship, Lord, you're showing me so clearly there is a heart and they're in a relationship that is not meant for them and they are struggling to get out of it. They're 
they're battling to leave and it's because they find their worth in that person. They find their identity in that person. They find everything about themselves in if this person is kind to them or, or whatever it is, is pouring into them. And when they're not, they feel worthless. And Father, I pray right now that you just remove that relationship. You completely sever and cut that tie in Jesus' name, that you allow them to be set free, that you start to work in the desires of their heart to pursue you, but to also only desire the person that you have for them, that any toxic any toxic soul ties, any toxic workings in this relationship are completely removed in Jesus' name. Father, I pray over their heart that their heart is craving desires of you, that if there's anything going on that's causing them to feel um, unaligned with their mind and heart, you are healing that in Jesus' name. I pray complete peace over any areas of trauma, over any heart wounds and pain that's coming up, things that they can't speak about if they're if they're trying to work on something or they're trying to find a way to bring it up, if it's if it's abuse, if it's something that went on, Lord, I pray that you allow them to have a heart of light where they are encouraged to speak and you gift them the opportunity where it doesn't feel scary or forceful. Instead, it feels welcoming and, and loving. Lord, I pray over the transportation, if they are currently traveling right now, that you get them to where they need to be safely. You let them know that if there's traffic delay, anything like that, Lord, that Sometimes things are on purpose and it's out of protection. Lord, allow these hearts and this person's specific heart to know that you have our best interests at heart. You have better plans. You are in every single detail and to trust you more. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you have a beautiful day and reach out to me if you have any stories or testimonies um, from what occurs when you get time with God. And also, um, I really appreciate the messages on suggestions for topics. I definitely look at them when coming up with what to speak about next. That's also how I really was focused on speaking about quality time today with God. But I'm excited for upcoming episodes, and we'll chat soon. Bye!